Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) That was terrible. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today, we're excited to bring on the show Nina and CISO on the podcast today. Before we get to Nina, let's check in with Brad and Eric and see what's going on in their neck of the woods. Brad, what's what's happening up there? Oh, man, I've got a busy day today. I've uh, got up and uh, getting getting around. And as soon as we're done with podcast, I'm headed to Woodward tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. I've got to take my uh, mortgage loan originator license exam. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going up uh, early and uh, studying because I can't study at home because I'm constantly interrupted. And I feel like there's other things that I (laughs) get distracted that I should be doing. So headed up, getting a hotel room and and, uh, doing a little cramming before the exam tomorrow morning. How far is Woodward? It's about an hour. It's same distance. I'm equal distance from Oklahoma City to Woodward. And it's a lot it's a lot easier getting a space and uh, finding the place, you know, it's an hour to Oklahoma city and then it's an hour to get wherever you want to go. Whereas yeah. Woodward, you can just roll right up there. Well, good luck on the test. Yeah. That'll be exciting to uh, see that you, you uh, pass that Eric, yeah. what's going on? Nothing much, you know, same old, same old real estate dogs, all that stuff. My, so my puppy, one thing he's learned is he can pee anywhere. So he doesn't really pay attention to pee pads or anything like that. And you take him out and like 20 minutes later, he's peeing again. It's like, it's just like, he's, he just pees all the time. So we're just constantly taking him outside and hopefully, I hope he gets it soon. I'm not that hopeful. I don't know how long it takes. I've never had a puppy before. How long does it take to train a puppy? Well, we always did crate training. So, and how long did that take? Uh, that's very fast. It takes mm, maybe a, a couple of weeks and they're done. Like they, you know, when you, when you crate train them, you keep them in there and then right. let them out and go, they go straight outside to the bathroom right. and then, um, you know, around around the house for a little while. And then when they take a nap and stuff, you put them back in the crate, wait, you know, for a few hours. And then you just do the same thing whenever you think they have been in there you know, for a couple of hours and they got to go to the bathroom straight outside. And then they will not want to pee in the house. They, they know only to pee outside. Right. Well, we put him in the crate a bit, but the crate has to be small enough. It's a little bit too big. So there's a room for him to pee and a room for him to sleep, which doesn't work. (laughs) Cats are super easy to train. I mean, they, they go for it right away, except when they get pissed off and go and shit in your shoe. <laughs> That's Something gross. like that. That's gross. Oh, I hope man. you saw it before you put your foot in there. <laughs> yeah, it's usually on it. Not That's it. where that oh, I stepped. I, I just stepped in shit for yeah. storytelling purposes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. No, that's pretty gross. Well, I had a, a barbecue contest yesterday, so I had to go up and judge a barbecue contest in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, which is about um, two hours and forty-eight minutes from Ooh. where I live. And it's a pretty drive. It's a pretty area. Uh, and it was, it was fun and lots of great barbecue. What was not fun. Uh, you know, we had to, the judges meetings at 10 o'clock. So we had to leave here by seven at the latest, a little over halfway. We hit a crazy rainstorm. We were on the highway doing 15 miles an hour for probably 30 minutes. And there was hundreds of cars and trucks that have just said, forget it and pulled off on the side of the road and just decided to wait it out. But, you know, had to get yeah. to some barbecue, but oh my gosh, that was crazy. 
So real, real quick question, because we keep talking about these barbecues that you go judge and all this stuff. So how often do you get like awful barbecue that you're just like, oh, I cannot believe I'm tasting this stuff. Well, not, not very often, you know, it's, it's normally good stuff. It's, you know, high class barbecue, but, um, I will say, since you asked that question, I'll tell you this real quick. Um, about three competitions ago, it was last year, about last November, there was some, you know, and you're not supposed to get the same container from the same team to the same table. Oh, but we got two containers from the same team. The second time, we all, our table refused to eat it because the first time, it's like they cut up the ribs and uh, they maybe they were pissed off at the judging or the KCBS or something like that. And decided to drop all of the meat on the coals themselves and just spray the whole thing with <gasps> with uh, um, lighter fluid and, oh, no. and, and just clean them off and put them on. And, and all they did was take like the meat and dropped it in the in the container. But when it gets to us, we didn't even see it. But you could smell lighter fluid and charcoal. Oh. This is going to be bad. We took a bite and it was like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that one, that was the only really one. But normally they're... They're awesome, and They're we bring back a, a, a lot of leftovers and stuff. Let's get to Nina and uh, <laughs> bring her in here and uh, tell some ship stories. Nina, uh, we're excited to have you. You're in, I think, Italy. Um, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm Nina, and this is my ship story. And yes, I'm currently in Civitavecchia, Roma, uh-huh. in Italy. Yes, and where, nice. where is that roughly? It's the port for Roma. Port. Oh, yeah. Correct, but yeah. I'm aboard the Norwegian Escape at the moment. Oh, you're on board? Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Excellent. Yeah. It's the first time we've had somebody from on board the ship. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah. First (laughs) active crew member from on on board a ship. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, you'll have to tell us a little bit about um, being on board and the current situation with COVID and everything a little bit with your ship stories, but tell us kind of your backstory Mm -hmm. on how you got on the ships in the first place. I joined ships about four years ago. It was sort of out of the blue. It was a cousin of mine that was already working on board. She was a spa girl. She knew that I was juggling among various jobs. Like I was being a dancer, a dance teacher, an English teacher, a receptionist, like all at once. <laughs> so she was like, if you had the language, you may be able to work on work. I was interested because there were no expenses. Like they would cover my flight. Um, she told me about the food coverage, like no rent and such. So I was interested. I decided to join cruise industry since I didn't know anything about it. I started I decided to apply as a waitress. So I went through all of the filters until I had to face the company. I had a interview directly with the company and they told me, you're good so far, but you don't have any restaurant experience. So we cannot bring you as a waiter. And I was like, okay. And I was already kind of getting over it. But then they saw my background and they said, but but you have a lot of experience in another field. So maybe you can come over as entertainment. And I had no idea that that happened on board, but I was like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> and that's how I joined. <laughs> that's excellent, awesome. cho- excellent choice, by the way, way yes. easier yeah, entertainer much. than, <laughs> I mean, that yeah. is a, that is a hard job in the dining room. Dang. I was very lucky. In fact, yeah. Where are you from originally? I'm from Lima, Peru. 
Okay. Is, I've been born and raised there. It says buenas noches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's the same time zone. Like I'm at least seven or eight hours ahead of my my local times. Buenos días. No, buenas tardes. No, bueno, aquí es buenas tardes, pero donde tú estás es buenas noches, no? Porque ya son las ocho de la noche. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's correct. Said. Yeah, yeah. You guys got that, didn't you? <laughs> so oh, you okay. live, you still live in 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 Lima, pero you're you're on a ship now. That's ba- that's right now. It's docked in Italy. Correct. Right. And yeah. we're about to leave in like a few weeks before because we're still not in operations we're only going to begin working in november okay yeah, and what okay. what ship are you on norwegian escape sorry i think you said that i missed that yeah well i was oh. going to ask that too because i didn't quite get it you kind of cut out whenever you said that so i didn't quite get it but um oh. so um so you've been working on ships for about four years now yes well oh, all right without kind of the lockdown year it would be three years probably <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't, yeah. don't count that. So now that you're docked in Italy, are you allowed to get off the ship and go ashore? Not so far. They said that that's still subject to change. But apparently, because the ship that I'm currently on is going to be sailing up from Florida, and in there, they are allowing shore leave. So we're hoping that once we make the crossing and we get to Florida, we're going to be able to get off the ship. And how long have you been on board now? I actually just turned one month on board just yesterday. So how is that being on board for a month and not being able to go to shore? Wow. Well, I had already experienced this actually because last year when lockdown started, I was on board. The borders of my country closed in early March. So I wasn't able to be repatriated. And I stayed for a few months. I only was able to get back home in July of 2020. Wow. So what what is life on board like without guests and just the crew and not because you there's only so much you can do. You can't can you really work yeah. or we're trying to get ourselves busy. Well, I try to get myself busy. Like I'm I'm a dancer, so I'm building choreographies, dance lessons. Also, with the rest of my team, we're working on activities that we can offer to our guests once we start operations. What was uh, what was your first ship, and and how was that being a dancer or an entertainer on your first ship? My very first ship was the um, Costa Neo Classico. Uh, it was a very small ship, like. 1500 people maximum capacity i believe for for me it was very overwhelming at the very beginning mostly because i had no clue of what is it that i had to do like i understood that i was mainly going to be dancing but i'm a crusta so i it's not only that i danced i dance at parties and i give dance lessons but there's more to that and so i had to learn like how to host how to uh, do crowd management how to do how to be part of the operation of the ship itself and it was very overwhelming at the very beginning because funny thing is that when i joined the ship for the very first time i met my cruise director that was a lovely guy from uruguay his name is alex he's amazing and he got transferred (laughs) So and he didn't want he didn't have a replacement. So we literally had no cruise director for one complete month. I was like literally thrown to the pool without knowing how to swim. It was harsh, but I feel like I learned a lot. Like I can tell that my first ship was the best and at the same time the worship I've been on. <laughs> but it was great. I feel like I learned a lot of my duties. I learned what cruise ships were all about. Uh, there were very short cruises, though. 
And I didn't get to explore as many places because they had a very repetitive itinerary. Where were you cruising? We were sailing out from West Palm Beach. What was your favorite port in the in that Nassau or what'd you think of Freeport? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you wouldn't be asking that if you knew that the only place that we used to go was only Freeport. Oh, yeah, it was very oh, sad. Ouch. Like, oh, I, I no. wouldn't meet other people. Uh, from other cruise lines or from other ships and they would tell me uh and where are you sent to and I would Freeport and they were like no that's a dockyard you cannot go there and I'm like no that's literally my port of call <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah yeah Freeport is and I, I spent a, a couple of days in Freeport once um it wasn't the worst thing in the world but yeah not not to go there regularly no it was pretty bad we, we that's where we went on the Nordic Empress and th that was one of our ports uh Freeport and it's you know Nassau you look at it and see you know uh Paradise Island and the casinos and stuff and then you look at Freeport and you read about it mm -hmm. and it's known as the world's large at that time anyway it's the world's largest shipping yard and you're like why are we going to a shipping yard and but I gotta say you know the shops were small you could see the whole shops in the downtown and stuff and you know I don't know 45 yeah. minutes and you're done with all of that but they had a really good shark feeding tour for for people who are divers and want to do a shark feeding and stuff they probably had the best shark feeding tour hmm. that was it you know back in those days uh, when I was at yeah, sea I wanted to do it now no I'm like no I don't need to do that anymore <laughs> yeah Uh, there was not much to do in that place, but I can say that I did it all because I it was a very long contract. It was an eight-month contract as a cruise staff. I didn't know they were still given eight-month contracts. That seems like a long time for these days. I can clue you into that. And it's because it uh, some cruise lines, it depends where you come from. And so certain nationalities have longer uh, tours than others. In some places are the mm -hmm. same, regardless of nationality, depends with the job, depends with the, 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 you know, and where you come from. So I don't know about that cruise line, mm -hmm. if it was all eight months, but some cruise lines will divvy up contract lines. Some people do as long as 10 months. Let's break into uh, Nina's uh, ship stories. I have a lot of anecdotes about crew parties and well, what always ends up being cabin parties and I don't know, random things happening like either on guest area or crew area. We had to wing it. <laughs> We had to wing it many times because a lot of those situations led to people getting fired, getting in trouble and, and such. So like, like, what's one of, like, like <laughs> that's good that you survived those. What are some of those cases that people left? Well, and I feel very badly about this one. There was one one girl that was very close, uh, very close friend of mine. Um, we decided to go out because she had had a rough day and I had the night off like in after a million days in my contract. So we decided to go out and uh, we started going to one of the restaurants from the ship. We went to have regular dinner. Then we had a few cocktails. When our dinner ended, she was like, let's go to one of the guest bars so that we can get a few more drinks. And I was like, take it easy and let's go. <laughs> so we went for another round of drinks. It was really fun because we, everybody knew we were crew. So they would like just hand us the drinks. We were in an open bar ship. So there was oh, no wow. issue with that whatsoever. And then when it got a little bit late, we decided to take it down to the crew bar, the hidden place. So we ended up in the crew bar. And that's what things got kind of rough because um, 
we kind of split by that time because we ran into more friends of ours and uh, we went separate ways. But the day after, I had my downway duty. So I was just standing in the door. The, the funny thing was just next to the security door. I was just standing there and then one door opens and then she looks at me and she looked like terrified, so scared, telling me, did they also call you so that you can get breathalyzed? And I was like, no, I'm on duty. I'm standing here because I'm directing people. And she was like, I just got called to be breathalyzed. I was on duty and I wasn't able to remember everything, but I remember that we were like pole dancing in one of the <laughs> in one of the poles of the bar in the I-95. So probably what caught their attention. And um, it was very sad because she then got in and like she explained that she was having a rough day. She was just trying to unwind with a few drinks. But then again, uh, she didn't make it to the to the limit for alcohol in the company, and she got fired. So did yeah. they did the breathalyzer happen that next day, or was it that night, the night before? The next morning, I was oh. already on duty when she got breathalyzed, and she was still over the limit. <laughs> that means she drank a lot if she was still over the limit the next morning. <laughs> and we were and we were like separate ways when that happened so i don't know if she kept drinking i just like pole dancing in 995 it sounds like it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean that happened before we got separated but oh man so somebody has mentioned this before on um so nowadays like we in our time we no, I don't think anybody got breathalyzed. I never even heard of that. Um, and there was no really, I mean, everybody was plaster drunk and, you know, we fell down and, you know, had to go to the medical facility for stitches or bumps or, or stuff like that. But I don't think we ever got, none of us ever got breathalyzed. No, when thank God, because we wouldn't have been on board very long no. at all. No. Me and Eric, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. No, and Scott at back in the day, definitely yeah. Scott back in the day. We would all no. had a like, you know, a month contract and that's it. If if I mean, we were drunk at work a lot. Yeah. We were yes, drinking we at work were. a lot. Yes. We would we have were. drinks on our desk, <laughs> drinking and working. Yes. <laughs> we so uh, nowadays, uh, I know that, you know, just from again, my experience at Princess is that generally they breathalyze you if there's more of an incident that happens, not, they don't go around just arbitrarily breathalyzing people. They just, you know, mm -hmm. if there's an incident, something happens, then they'll get the people together or whatever happened. And then they breathalyze. So I wonder what else happened with her because, you know, they don't normally just randomly breathalyze people again i don't know what that was at an, an ncl mm -hmm. i don't know what ncl it, what their policies are if they're they're, they're somewhat different you know we used to uh, as uh, working backstage with the dancers and stuff uh in between shows because we'd have like a was a seven and a nine o'clock show um we would race down like we made a game out of it we had raced down to our cabins and see how many shots we could do in between shows and then see who could still perform the show not in the show, but, you know, pulling curtains and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Needy, got any more ship I mean, stories for us? It makes you learn that you have to be, uh, you have to be able to perform whether it's your job, the bartending or hosting or whatever, you have to be able to do it drunk <laughs> if you're going to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it sounds like that hasn't changed all that much from when we worked to now. People here drink a lot, like 
I have to, I have to confess that when I first signed on, I I was like, I'm not even gonna go to the bar. I'm gonna save my money. I'm only gonna have um, drinks from the crewmas. By the end of that contract, I, I was already a pirate. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's good to hear in a in a way for us anyway. It's good to hear that things haven't changed that drastically on board. Maybe just they're a bit stricter about some of the incidents that happen on board that they're much quicker to react than when when we worked on board. And now the systems of security are like everywhere. They have cameras everywhere so they they can act faster on whatever shows up. God, we, uh, that's another, if it wasn't even the alcohol, it would be the cameras that they have today. We would, I don't think any of the three mm -hmm. of us would have probably lasted a month of, you know, we were, <laughs> we were into so many shenanigans, passengers and being in the wrong Wait, area. Who's we? Me? Yeah, who's <laughs> we? Yeah, exactly. Scott. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were, we were very, very bad. I was a very bad boy. So Nina, like, so what's, what's some of the other stories that you have? Maybe uh, um, when you guys were before the pandemic, were you guys, uh, did any, anybody ever almost miss a ship or? I have to say that I, almost missed, missed a ship once I was in LA and it was so random because I was like in LA I only want to go to Target I just want to get my my grocery stuff like logged it's fine I want to get my stock it's fine and then as I went out with a friend we were about to take a taxi but for some reason a taxi wouldn't show up so there were a few friends of ours that approached us and they were like we're going to Hollywood. Do you guys want to come? And we were like, no, we're going to go to Target. And then all of a sudden they got a taxi. I don't know why. <laughs> and they were like, this is your last call. Do you actually want to go to Hollywood? And we were already in the taxi when he, when he asked that. <laughs> so we went. We had a great time. We walked by like the Walk of Fame. We had chicken wings, like same old thing. What we weren't aware of is that in LA, they have this... Um, how to say this road that you have to pay for because it's faster instead of going to the side road that it's a lot um, it's a toll road, more crowded yeah. yes that one we weren't aware of that so we were managing the time to come back to the ship like with the time that we made it to hollywood it was very odd we took a taxi and we <laughs> told him we're going to the port whatever we noticed that he didn't go the same way that the way we came and we told them like we need to go this way because we know this way is faster and the taxi driver told us no but i'm not allowed to go there it was so odd and then he started playing this like classical music that <laughs> i felt like i was like in a movie persecution like go faster no go slower go this way no go that way we were like no we really have to make it to the show and we were only we were already like 45 minutes away and our window closed in like 20 minutes <laughs> And it was ridiculous because we were in the taxi just like hoping he would like speed up or do something. And the the worst part is that he, we were trusting him and then he turns and then he looks at us and he was like, oh no, this was the wrong turn. <laughs> we have to look for another way. And we're like, are you kidding? Oh my are goodness. you for real? What? No, it was, it was very hectic. We and were that's so a long ways overwhelmed. From from, I was uh, going to say, yeah. yeah, for people that don't know, Hollywood to San Pedro is really far. I mean, and you have to pray that you do not hit traffic, which in Los Angeles, even on a weekend, 
you just don't know that you're going to get stuck mm -hmm. in, you know, an hour, two hour traffic. I learned that the hard way, but hopefully um, they had a delay because uh, they were expecting some crew mail and that load went a little bit late. So they extended the window for like half an hour and that was enough for us to get there and, and we didn't miss the ship. Lucky so you. It was like a big, a big relief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet that's so, the last time I you got went away to Hollywood. With that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last time I did. So wow. um, uh, yeah. what, what uh, other stories, what's your favorite story that you remember? We were still in operations like regular ones before everything happened because I'm Latin. I usually hang out with the rest of the Latin people. We have our Latin gang around and uh, there was, this operation of disembarkation that one of my friends was assigned to the elevator that I was by and we started talking like hanging out because it was not busy and uh, it was we were just talking like mainly about work we weren't even saying anything weird but we were speaking English but all of a sudden her boss comes on and he was like you're supposed to be working go press that button of the elevator <laughs> And she gets mad, my friend, and she goes like full on Latina and she tells, Chupame una teta, that it's like suck my titty in, in Spanish. <laughs> and of course, the guy, I he was Balkan, so he didn't understand. And I just like chuckled because I know what she was saying. All of a sudden, like five Spanish guests like approach her and ask her something because they noticed she spoke Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awkward and stupid. <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. Yeah, funny. The first thing they heard that this was Spanish was Chupamera. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, do you get do you get any like uh famous entertainers on anymore? Do they do that? Do they bring semi-famous people on have you met anybody like that as guest entertainers no just okay. as regular guests sometimes we line we run into like soda celebrities they say that they're very famous and they claim that they we should take a picture with them but i have no clue who they are. <laughs> <laughs> that means you're not famous if you yeah people don't know who you are exactly. especially if you're telling hey i'm famous you want a picture with me like people, people telling them to take pictures with me help me make me famous i'm gonna start trying that i think i'm gonna yeah. adopt that in my own life just go up to random hey i'm kind of famous you want a picture <laughs> That's actually pretty sad. I do this man. podcast. I'm That's like a really star sad. of a, I'm star of a very famous podcast. I don't know if you. <laughs> yeah. Brad's uh, Brad's famous. He's he's got a podcast. He's on OnlyFans. He's on. Uh, well, so Twitter. let me, uh, Nina. Let me let me ask you this. Uh, and we don't we don't have to say whether it's a a passenger or crew member. But um, where's the where's the strangest place that you've done it on a cruise ship? In a locker. Okay. Another locker. With yeah. entertainment, we I love had the a lockers. very similar conversation last night actually in the crew bar. Like we were Tell playing battle with their questions on there. So it was just last night. Um, we decided to go to the crew bar. That in this ship, this is a really nice crew bar because it's in the in an open area. So you can uh, you can smoke in in there. You you can just unwind, feel the sea breeze. It's, it's really nice. So we were there last night and 
all of a sudden, because I, I have just injured, because I went to town playing volleyball, I injured my wrist. And I was letting everybody know and complaining about my pain in the wrist. And they said, like, okay, okay no more extreme sports for you. So they taught me how to play rugby with a little bill with a little ball of um, paper. So this is my sport oh. now. You just uh -huh. have to throw the, the ball inside, sort <laughs> right. of. And we were playing. Another came come along. Somebody came with a bottle very wise and they started spinning like with truth of dare and this question came along the regular questions like how how long does it take you for for you to live with somebody for the first time on a ship uh what was the first nationality that you slept with when you went on board gosh i don't remember how many like what is your type what is your favorite nationality um stuff like that we had a great time it was nice so tell us your your uh, your answers to those questions <laughs> <laughs> You mean, how long does it take for me to sleep with somebody in the ship? Yeah. Okay. You don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. We're being funny. Yeah. Well, so uh, we've got just a couple of minutes left. So tell us what's life like now on, on your ship? This is the first contract for most of us, like post-pandemic. And I have to say that it's very reassuring because I was here, I, I was ironically on this very same ship when lockdown started so i saw how the lights went down how everything closed and how the ship went like in dormant mode and seeing it light up right now like everybody working on the setup everybody making the restaurants look alive all the lights are on again uh, they're already performing in the theater i mean it is it is a very nurturing feeling like you feel everything coming back to life and it's very heartwarming, at least for me. And yes, when on the first stage of lockdown, before everybody got repatriated, masks were not mandatory. Now they are. There are a lot of protocols now for housekeeping mainly and for the people from utility because they have to take a lot more care about uh, the utensils that we use, uh, the, the common surfaces that each of us taught. Uh, we have a lot of new protocols that we have to reinforce. And I know that it's a long process of adoption and adaptation, and um, but I think we're getting the hang of it right now. We're still in trainings and we're still trying to fully understand how is it gonna be when we actually start operations. But I think we're in a good track now. Now, is it is it mandatory that every, that um, uh, all ship employees um, have to be vaccinated? In fact, there are different windows. If you are not vaccinated, you have to join the ship in a scheduled window so that you can get the vaccine on board. And if you're already vaccinated, you can miss that window and come a little bit afterwards. And that's the way they're handling so far. Now, is the ship fully staffed? Or mostly staffs, or how many how many crew members are on board? Right now, we have around 900 people on board. As far as I know, there is still a lot of people in isolation. I'm not sure how many, but there is still more people coming. Okay. What is the normal size of crew for that ship? 1,200. Okay, yeah. So there's still quite a few. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if you still have another mm -hmm. month to go, I can't imagine they'd want everybody on board. Uh, not, not quite yet, um, because... That gets expensive, obviously, <laughs> to have people on that many people on board. But um, it's it's really nice to hear that things are setting up again. And I mean, you have such a positive outlook, which is great. It's fantastic. Uh, you know, we love to hear that, and that 
you know, we all worked in the cruise industry for a long time. So it, it's, it's heartwarming for us to hear that, you know, things are continuing and, you know, people are working through it. We're finding ways around um, these challenges and that, you know, cruising will go on. Yes, actually, I have to say that I fell in love with this lifestyle and with my job since the very first day. So I'm very, very glad to be back on board. I am very happy that I'm here and I can't wait for we to start operations so that we can get back to where we used to be. And hopefully it'll go like everything back to normal within time. Yeah, now, hopefully. What, uh, what's the size of your cast? Is it like seven girls, seven boys, or is it a big cast, small cast? We have, I think there should be a big cast. This is my very first time in a big ship. <laughs> so uh, I understand that we have two casts, one's for singers and the other one's full dancers. And there is a group that, that do both. There are singers and dancers, but I'm not sure how many are they. They're still in isolation at the moment, but they're about to be released, I think. Well, that's going to be exciting for you, a, a whole nother family of friends and stuff. So, so Nita, so Nita, you're more cruise staff. You're not with the with the cast. You're, you're cruise staff. Is that right? Have I got it right? Or am I wrong? Yes, I'm a Christoph, um, but oh. I used to be in a smaller ships before. And in there, it's very easy to like uh, hang out with everybody from different departments. So in my previous contracts, I used to be very close to the cast as much as I was with any other department. In this ship, since it's a lot bigger, I, just, I already have a few friends, um, like also from random departments, because... Most of my team are still in isolation. They have just better released or so. <laughs> hey, I want to know kind of what the life of a cruise staff is these days. Uh, we're old. I don't know if you realize that, but um, do <laughs> they does. still she do does. they still do that? <laughs> it could have, it, she could have, she might not have noticed. We're, we're, She's we're, not blind. It's, it could happen. We look old happen. and there's a lot of gray hair in here. Yes, I'm, exactly. I'm trying to hide mine, but yeah, I'm I firmly believe it could still happen. But anyway, no. so do they still do stuff like horse racing and uh, like uh, bingo. bingo, bingo? Yeah, those kind of things. Is, do you do that kind of stuff? <laughs> About your previous line, if you hadn't brought it up, I wouldn't even have noticed. I would have guessed everybody was my age. I always assume everybody was my age. <laughs> Bless you, child. Spoken like a true Christian. Oh, that is awesome. That yeah. is exactly Spoken what we like, like to hear. Yes. Note to future guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flattery <laughs> will get flattery <laughs> will get you everywhere. Yes, it will. <laughs> but yeah, we still have um, bingo, the same old. In this ship, we have a few activities that I didn't know of. And we're actually trying to implement new activities even um, during this lockdown. My cruise director, that it's a really cool guy. I already love him. He started something like a workshop of improv so that we can learn to manage random situations like anything that comes up in uh, in real tempo working so that we know how to handle it and out of that we enjoyed it so much that we're actually building now an event that involves improv so there's that <laughs> and um and yeah i think it's the same old like trivias um gift or gap give of the dab <laughs> on um what? As about the difference and you know the same old things that always run in a cruise ship and the sports activities scavenger That's hunt awesome. do you do scavenger hunt oh yeah we do scavenger hunt uh, yeah. brad brad uh, is great at the scavenger i hate hunt. the scavenger hunt 
<laughs> he always ends up we, in his underwear. Yeah, no, yeah. We made him do it as uh, when sailing on a ship as guests. We made him do it, and he was like the team leader and ended up in his underwear. Did you even have a shirt on with a bra? Oh on. no, 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 with a bra. No shirt with a bra. With a bra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just his underwear oh. on stage on stage in a really big theater. That was there was a lot of people in there at the end of the line. So we, we everybody had to watch him go through the line. <laughs> Oh, and a purse. I had to wear, I had to bring a purse, I think. Oh, I had yeah. a purse and socks. I had socks on. Do we have that, that on video somewhere? Did, did somebody get that on video? I don't think anybody had it on video. No. I, no. I may, I may have uh, from where we sat because everybody is, you know, now everybody's like, like, you know, you put up your phone. I think I've, I think I've got that. I have to look through my old cell phone uh, video. I'll post that tonight if I have that. Yes, oh god no. do. yes yes <laughs> well nina hey it was so much fun to have you on so we've run out of time for the show do you have any other uh, any other things that you want to mention or no that's it it's just stay happy and healthy happy and healthy yeah. that is so awesome Excellent. thanks so much for being on the show yeah, yeah. good luck yeah, once everything starts rolling again yeah best of luck best of luck and uh mucha suerte y adios it just now occurred to me with the internet packages you're not you're not going to be get by some giant bill on the internet packages because you're on the ship right now are you no since we're still not in operations the company is providing us internet but basic internet not streaming no youtube just like zoom calls or messaging or any other network but just for calls and texting and once we begin operations i think they're gonna put a little bit more of a restriction and there's not gonna be calls available but only texting all the tiktoker people on board are heartbroken that they cannot upload videos right now <laughs> <laughs> all right well before they start hammering down on the internet uh, if you have any friends that want to tell their stories they can also write to us at uh, myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. So if they have a juicy story and they don't want to mention their name and stuff, they can write their write their story and we'll read it anonymously on the air. Or if they want to come on like you did today, we would love to have them. Oh, absolutely. I'll spread the word. Have a great Thank day. Thank you so much. Thank you. I was going to say have a great day at shore, Thank but there's no me. shore now. Have a, no, have a nice evening. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> Oh, she was great. Yeah, I really exciting. like her. I know it's really great to hear that things haven't changed that much. I mean, people still drink a lot. It's just they are more cautious about getting caught. Maybe that pole dancing went a little bit too far. Easy. Yeah. Take it easy on the pole dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was great. That I'm was sure security have... did not mind seeing a video of those <laughs> I'm girls. Sure all, the, all the cameras were turned. Yeah. Fast. I'm sure they did not mind one bit. I don't think that's the reason her friend got breathalyzed. Feels like there's something else went on a little bit later in the night. Yeah. If, if it's anything, how my nights went, that, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> more more the more the case hey everyone the ship is about to set sail which brings us to an end for today we hope that you enjoy the podcast for bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video please visit our youtube channel my ship story you can also find us on facebook and instagram as my ship story don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like you can email us your story for us to read on the air email us at my ship story podcast at yahoo.com that's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com 
goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!